Let us all join hands. That's it. The circle is complete. Spirits, hear my voice. If there is a spirit that would like to be known, please knock thrice. Oh, hello. Yes, we can hear you. We crave your wisdom. I am your vessel. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Do I Even Exist? A podcast for and by ghosts. And if you are listening to this and just so happen to be human, that's okay too. We're all a little dead inside. I'm coming to you all the way from the astral plane through my human vessel, Jane. Say hello, Jane. Hello. I am your host and guide. My name can't really be understood by human ears, so you can call me Cyan number seven. Each episode will dive into what it means to be a ghost in this day and age. We'll have tips for hauntings, especially if it's your first time haunt, as well as interviews, stories, and lots and lots of ectoplasm. Boo, we're so glad you're here. Yes, hello, my name is is Clive Barnes. Uh, I I hope this is the right number. I'm, I'm trying to reach cyan number seven. If you've been listening for the last couple of eons, you've really come to rely on this podcast for not only our great storytelling, but also really helpful tips and tricks for both old and new ghosts alike. But this year, this year we decided to do something a little different. This year, we'll be diving into one story. I'm calling because I, I, I came across something that I, I need I need assistance with advice. Um, something that, that borders on the uncanny, uh, it, maybe other world, worldly. I just don't I don't know. Um, I'm a little apprehensive, a uh, little confused. So just please, I just need I need some help. Um, I need some guidance. Um, please um, uh, contact me, uh, and and I'd, I'd be very grateful. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a story we can all relate to, whether we're dead or undead. It's a story about choices. The choices we make or don't make, as well as the choices that we make for someone else entirely. And our story? It begins with a bottle. My name is Clive Barnes. I am, well, I'm a lot of things, but I think the reason why I'm here is because I am an urban stealth camper who uh, came across something interesting. Clive is human. He's fleshy with skin, teeth, nails, and hair. He's utterly embodied, corporeal, with a drive to discover. I like to explore. I like to check things off. I like the unexplored. 
uh, whether they've been explored before or not. They haven't been explored by me. So wherever I've been living, I, I go and I delve and I try to find these places that no one goes to. Um, and sometimes not everyone can go to them. For Clive, he yearns to find the mysterious, the undiscovered, the yet-to-be-discovered. And so his adventures have taken him all over the world. But one day, in his own backyard, his adventures led to something startling. I found something. I found something in the woods behind the old gnarly tree. And, and I, just, I really remember the light coming down, the moss all around, all shades of green in the rainbow were there. Um, I was just taken aback. I looked around down at me and I saw evidence of, of people and, and life and, and fun. There was a, a hearth, a fireplace that was still there. A chimney had fallen down, but evidence of, of honestly just good times of, um, of old bottles None of it broken, surprisingly, just all sort of strewn out and, and all around. And one of those bottles called to him. I found this bottle and I looked at it. It looked like it looked like some of the others, but something was something was special about it. And I reached out to it and the physical contact when I touched it, I, it, I felt the spark. This bottle found deep in the woods, reached out and Clive answered its call. It was sort of a pear-shaped bottle, very, very funny looking. I smiled when I saw it. And it was, it was green in color, very dark green. The craftsmanship from it, it had nubbles on it, like sort of a golf ball texture. And when I looked at it, it was sort of a, a funny grapevine wine bottle that was I was holding in my hands. And it... it um, Looked like a novelty wine bottle that you would see on, a, on somebody's shelf or in a dorm room. But here it just felt, it felt so perfect. With a bottle in hand, it's sort of instinct to open, but I knew, I said, I, I did not open it. Clive thinks there could be a ghost or some sort of entity trapped in this bottle. I thought, oh, is it silly to think that this is real? And I did feel it and, it, and it's real and it's, and it's, and it's ghosts. I didn't see. I wasn't sure it was ghosts when I that my whole life that that was a sort of a, a ghost call, ah, sort of a flip, right? Who are you going to call? The ghost is calling me this time. Clive takes his bottle everywhere. I actually moved the bottle around uh, with me. Um, not every time I move from one room to the other, I don't take the bottle with me. But I, I do like to have it in the same room with me. Um, I, the reason I keep the bottle with me close is I, I still sort of feel feel like an energy, a ghostly energy. Clive has a relationship with this bottle, even believing that he knows its name. West Tittle. Yes, yes. It, it, it's it, it's it, it's either a hyphen or one word, not two words, not two names. But Clive isn't sure if Wisp Tittle is happy in their glass home, or if they'd prefer to be free. I think, well, when I have 
the lore of ghosts and bottles that's one of the main questions is that is does the ghost know they're trapped in a bottle because if the bottle is their entire world they're not trapped in anything and if that's all they've known they're not trapped in anything does this ghost want to be free but then i keep on saying that i would know if it did so i did take the bottle have not opened it to this day i think if i am to open it i will know when that will be and and why it will be it will be for a reason i'm not a detective and even in my mortal life i never really solved mysteries but for whatever reason i decide to take off my ectoplasm roll up my tendrils and help Clive and Wisp Tittle figure out exactly what is going on. Is there a ghost in the bottle? Or is there not a ghost in the bottle? And does this ghost even want to be set free? We continue our story after the break. Do you have bones that are weighing you down? Are you a past skeleton and present ghost who just can't move on? You try to leave your resting spot only to be brought down to earth by the call of your old ivory mandible. Well, let the services of Skeleton Skeleton Brothers be your guide. They're offering our listeners a 10% discount on their services to remove your bones and set your spirit free. They'll come and animate your bones out of your life. Give them a try. My uh, great-grandfather was a police officer who loved to tell me stories, and ghost stories were a big part of that. Um, You know, he grew up in Ireland, and so he always had a story or two about everything, many of which you definitely wanted to take with a large grain of salt. This is Troy. Troy is a human ghost hunter. I think the name can be a bit misleading because there is no hunting going on. Um, no one, no, I'm not trying to snag anybody. I'm not trying to capture anyone. Um, I think it would be better if you called me um, an evidence hunter of ghosts uh, because it's really just trying to find out, uh, well, if ghosts are real and um, how they interact with people. And really for me, it's more about the history. It's, it's more than why are the ghosts still hanging around? That's what intrigues me the most is I want to know why they ended up staying behind after their physical bodies died and why they didn't move on to somewhere else and why they keep coming back and bothering people. That's really my main goal is, is trying to figure out the whys more than the, more so than the hows even, I think. Troy has a deep love and respect for the otherworldly beings that he connects with, and that's just what his profession means to him. Troy is a person who reaches out, says hello. Normally, I think ghosts just want to be noticed. I mean, they just want the attention. That's why they've stuck around, is because they weren't finished with what they were doing. People who, you know, wanted something to be found. They want to just spend time with loved ones who, you know, they didn't get enough time to spend with when they were alive. So, you know, they're attached to a place. They're attached to a house, you know. And so, you you name it, there's a variety of reasons. But I think that most of the time, people think that it has to be something scary. And most of the time, 90% of the time, ghosts aren't scary at all. 
They're just the personalities of the people who are alive, who now have stayed behind in a different form. I reached out to Troy to help me understand what, if anything, could be trapped in this bottle. And should Clive be scared? I have heard stories about ghosts being captured in bottles and, and, and magic as well. I mean, witch bottles were a popular thing during the, the witchcraft era of putting spells and curses on people. And sometimes ghosts or spirits would be included in that. And they would put the ghost inside the bottle so that they could be sent to do the bidding of the witch against whatever target they had come up with. Now, those are usually malevolent type ghosts. Witch bottles have several different purposes. They could hex or protect a person. It all kind of depended on the intent. They were regular glass bottles filled with hair, fingernails, nails from a coffin, and urine. Uh, Urine plays a really big part in witchcraft. Witch bottles were usually placed in the houses or around the property lines of the person who they were intended to curse or protect. But Clive's bottle didn't have anything like that in it. His was a green glass bottle. Empty, with only the whisper of potential of an otherworldly form. Troy left me with a warning. But I think the main thing would be if you really think there's something in it, and if it turns out that it might have been put there with bad intentions, don't open it. For any reason, don't open the bottle. If you really think that there could be something wrong, don't open it. Uh, that, that would be my, my number one piece of advice. As tempting as it might be, don't open it. Much like the medical profession, I decide to get another opinion, just to see what else could be going on in this bottle. If you asked what it wanted, that's usually my first go of like, just check with the the object or the spirit and um, see if they want to be let out. I just, I just think, oh, I can't help but feel like it wants the human hands to open it so it can get out. Maybe it's trapped in there. That's Tiffany. Tiffany is, yes, mortal, but she's also a medium, which means to my ghost listeners that she is someone who connects with the dead. Like Troy, she has both a love and understanding for those just like us. Ghosts, spirits, things that live on another plane of existence. Tiffany, though incredibly sensitive to Clive and Wisp Tittle's plight, offered another take. I was going to say, you know, uh, when we talk about this stuff as humans, a lot of times we say, go for the simplest explanation first. And we're not totally abiding by that at this moment, maybe, but that's okay. I think it's also important to explore the options. Um, And, you know, in a lot of this stuff, uh, and you probably know this and probably some of the reason that ghosts get a bad rap is, you know, we humans are still stuck in our body and still have all our struggles and often uh, ghosts and spirits and the supernatural in general can be a bit of a a place for us to project upon and so there's always the chance when we think these signs of things are happening that it's actually a wish or a fantasy we have in ourselves um and you know there's nothing going on you know y'all y'all ghosts are busy um and you know we're like oh it's a ghost and you guys are like no no we're doing other things we're not that petty from what i heard from both troy and tiffany 
there were different steps and outcomes for Clive to consider. A choose-your-own-adventure, if you will. First, Clive will have to ask the bottle what it wants and then decide if he'll open it. Or keep it closed. Forever. I speak with Clive after the break. This episode is brought to you by Normalized Talking to the Dead. Tiffany, can you tell us more about it? Well, really, we have a singular purpose. It is about normalizing exactly what we're doing right here, humans talking to the dead. Um, We sponsor media, um, books, research, podcasts, hopefully someday movies, TV, anything that helps get more of this kind of interaction in our everyday lives because we think it's really important and uh, humans have done it throughout all of history. So, you know, we want to remind people of that. We have a website, normalizetalkingtothedead.com with very cool t-shirts. I didn't think my bottle ghost was was evil. <laughs> that, would, that would tear me apart, though, to, to think I had been tricked. Again, that's Clive. For those just tuning in, Clive found a bottle in the woods. Clive came to me for help, to first understand what was in his bottle, but to also decide if he should keep that bottle closed. I update him on what I found out, and what we must do. So we're saying it's not a witch bottle, I hope? No. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good news. I didn't even know. I've never, you know, I didn't think to look up all different types of of supernatural bottles. Clive and I decide to ask Wisp Tittle what it is they want. Wisp Tittle. Wisp Tittle. What do you need? What do you need from me or from the world? Wisp Tittle. Wisp Tittle, are you there? What is your purpose? Okay, I'm getting... Wisp Tittle did say something to me. It's very fast, very quick. It's almost just like messages mental messages i feel wisp tittle has said that they were previously connected to another human who was the owner of the bottle wisp tittle just longs to be with with that person again the person who left the bottle in the forest and that i wishes for me to find this person living or dead, and just reconnect the bottle with this person. I feel, I'm, I feel like I'm feeling sort of human emotions of, of jealousy or, um, you know, disappointment that I'm not a favorite, but of course, you know, that happens. <laughs> um, also, I feel a little exhilarated that I maybe have this mission that I don't even know how to complete. I could, I may, have, I may have to go back to the source, back to the, back to the woods. Wisp Tittle, I read you. I read you loudly and clearly, but I still might need a little more information, Wisp Tittle, on how to 
to find this person. And so now I'm wondering, shall I open your bottle, Wisp Tittle? Shall I set you free? Wisp Tittle answered the, in the affirmative. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know. I mean, I could open it now. I could open the bottle now. So I, I think, I guess we, I can do this now. Okay. I'll try to, I'll try to say what I'm experiencing in real time. Remember in in the Harry Potter movies, the Dementors, when they suck, they're sucking out the soul of of people right up to their face. This was sort of the opposite. I feel like something came inside of me. I feel like Wisp Tittle is part of my being, inside of me, communicating to me from the inside and I'm getting no small talk here. Wisp Tittle is getting down to business. I'm feeling that I now must go back to the source of the bottle and oh, it's very, it's very simple. Wisp Tittle does not know the name of the original owner of the bottle. That person was there by themselves only, drinking alone, which is fine. No judgment. Um, that was Wisp Tittle's aside. Uh, and I'm feeling like I must do this very soon. Wait, is this? Is this possession? Is this a low-level possession where I'm, I, I'm just driven? I need to get, I need to get back to, I need to get back to Staten Island the origin of the bottle, the nature trail, the woods behind the New York City farm colony. I have to go to Staten Island. And with that, Clive, as I came to knew him, vanished, never to be seen on this plane again. Some say, if you search around the ruins of Staten Island, you'll hear him and Wisp Tittle together forever. That's it for this episode. I want to thank both Troy and Tiffany for taking time out of their really busy Halloween Samhain time. And I also want to thank Clive, wherever he and Wisp Tittle are. Thank you for trusting me with your story. And I, of course, want to thank you, my dear listeners, both mortal and immortal. I have three listeners on the earthly plane, but it's the number one podcast on the astral plane. So. Well, there you go. That's what matters. It's a podcast for ghosts, by ghosts. So there you go. 
As always, you can find us when the veil is thinnest. If you or a friend of yours has a question relating to ghosts that only a ghost can answer, please give us a call at 505-364-3794. And as I always say, get to know the ghosts in your life. Thanks. Happy haunting. (sighs) The circle is closed.